What is up, guys? My name is Red Saban. This is a Crumbs and Cons podcast. Yes, this is a Crumbs and Cons podcast. Um, where do I even start? So, um, I know this was actually supposed to come out last week, but I ended up losing most of my audio recordings because I am a piece of shit. I am a piece of shit. So I ended up losing a lot of my recordings. Um, of course, I'm still recovering them. So uh, there will be an episode that's you know was supposed to be slated in between the first one and this one. But I'm gonna go straight up and uh, just continue with the show. Uh, I'm gonna continue. Um, speaking of things I've lost, I was one of those people who had um, some money in a Chase Bank account. So basically, long story short, I'm fucked. I am completely fucked, uh, of course, coming in the wake of a huge string of allegations of inside the loans and all that, and you know, it's it's depressing, it's depressing when other people take advantage and uh, they make other people suffer because now the bank was placed under receivership, so that's thousands of people who, lo- who lose their jobs, um, thousands more who lose access to their accounts, which is... Uh, fucking depressing thing to go through if if you know you have you have dependence you have you have a life to live so ah i am just so fucking pissed but you know nothing can be done all we can do is hope so i just thought i'd make a podcast about this shit because we do that so this episode is officially sponsored by chase fucking bank this episode is sponsored uh for all the people you've screwed over within a week yes this episode is all about the greatest fuck-ups in the history of mankind these are fuck-ups which were done miscalculations or some were just pure douchebaggery but we're gonna do them either way uh of course um I'll figure out whether I'll have today a crumbs and cons outtake, which is a, seg- a section of the podcast where we just say um, we just had to pick a random topic and talk about it, you know, with someone on the line. So we'll figure that out as the show as the show goes on. So lettuce, lettuce, lettuce. Ah, fuck! I was about to crack a vegetable joke over there, but it's not responsive. <laughs> Oh, that was a horrible joke. I am so sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. Let's get straight into the show. Let's get straight into the show. So we're doing the greatest fuck-ups in history. And of course, this, of course, inspired by the events of last week. I won't go through them again. It was a fucking depressing thing to go through. But, you know, there have been worse fuck-ups and not involving money. Okay, most of them involve money. But still, some are horrible. Take this one, for example. The British... Um, outsource protection of the British Isles to their invaders. Yes, this is in the early 440s. Only 440 kids will remember this. Like this podcast if you're a 440 kid. But anyway, in the early 440s, what I only imagine are well-mustached leaders of the British Isles decided that it was time to deal with their many invasions. So they would outsource protection of the islands to the Anglo-Saxon mercenaries. The Anglo-Saxons made their way casually to the tea-drinking islands, 
the British Isles. But when they got there, they realized that they were better off taking the islands themselves. Because A, the inhabitants of the islands were completely defenseless. And B, because the Anglo-Saxons were clearly a bunch of dickheads. Uh, of course, the latter being more of the reason than the first. But anyway, um, I remember when I was in kindergarten or nursery school, somewhere there. Um, I was a weak kid. I was one of the weak kids. And I remember there was a huge fucking kid called Duncan. Too huge for his fucking age. A fucking monster. Fucking part of the Avengers. Fucking Hulk. So anyway, um, he was a quiet one. He always sat in a corner. And he was the loner. But he was huge as fuck. So, um, in my time, in my time in kindergarten, I had a few, I had acquired a few enemies and a few bullies because, god damn it, Doug, you had a thing for stealing red crayons. That's where my name Red comes from, by the way, just in case you know, you know, you want to find out about that. Anyway, that is not, that is actually a lie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lied. But anyway, I had a thing for stealing crayons and because of this, I had amassed bunch of enemies so what happened was my mom was like you know what i'm gonna buy you your own fucking crayons a bunch of them you know in a drawer there was a bunch of there was a drawer at home which had only crayons for me because so i could stop taking other people's crayons and taking them home to do my shit drawings i cannot draw for shit but i still believed i could so anyway when I came with my first pack of crayons, of course, this bullies were bent on taking back their shit, right? So I was like, okay, I gave them the first pack, second pack, the third pack, because, you know, I'm paying back. I'm paying back to society. I have been rehabilitated, and I am giving back to society. So I'm giving, I'm giving out crayons, making it rain in that, up, in that, up in that kindergarten bitch right before a nap, right before we take a nap. Making it rain on these bitches. Forcefully though. So anyway, um by the time I hit my tenth pack of crayons, my mom was like, nigga, if you if you lose quote unquote lose, if you lose another pack of crayons, I'ma beat your ass to adulthood. Now, the thing about African moms is when an African mom tells you he she will beat your ass she will beat your ass. I'm not talking about a spanking. Spanking is for white kids. We black. We Kenyan. We African. Until you're borderline dying. Until you're almost in a coma. Your mom wouldn't stop beating your ass. So I knew I was in shit. So I was like, yo. Time for me to chill, right? So I go with my 11th pack. And of course, I know this I have to take care of for the next few months, or the, for the next few weeks, rather. So I show up, the bullies expect me to make, to make it rain again. So they come, they try to take my crayons. I'm like, bitch, I ain't giving you my crayons. So I walk away. So these guys plot how they're going to come and they're going to steal my shit. So I know about this, I hear about this through my, my little, little birdies, literally. Little birdies, because I had an imaginary friend. But I knew this, these niggas were going to try some shit. So I go, I go to Duncan, the huge guy, the huge loner, and I tell him, yo, this is how it is. 
this niggas won't beat me up, this niggas won't take my shit. Okay, of course I didn't have this fucking cursing voice, I'm just saying. So I show up, I'm like, yo, Duncan, these niggas won't take my shit. And I got enough for you cannot refuse. I told him I was going to give him a slice of bread. We used to have bread at 10. So I told him, I'll give you a slice of bread if you protect me. If you protect me from these hooligans who are trying to take my shit. And Duncan was like, okay, I will protect your ass. Picture, Duncan was massive. He was a fucking huge-ass Hulk. So, you know, these guys come over. They're about to take my crayons. So I, I'm confident. I'm confident. I ain't got shit to lose. So I'm standing there, you know, just staring them in the eye. I'm looking at them. I'm like, you do not know what's coming for you. Mm -hmm. I got myself protection. And at that moment, like clockwork, Duncan shows up behind me. He shows up behind me. And I look at him, and I, at this point, I feel like the fucking president, because I just fold my hands and look at them. Now what, niggas? And it, it sucked, because Duncan had my underwear and lifted me up. Lift me up. She just, he just lift me up. So, <laughs> basically what happened was, Duncan went and told his niggas, yo, y'all niggas better leave him alone. And they were like, yo, we'll give you crayons. And Duncan... I did not know this, but he was into crayons. He was he really loved fucking crayons, so he was bought off by them <laughs> by the by my bullies. So I'm I'm there. He 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 give me a wedgie. He giving me a proper wedgie. And at this point I'm just like, Why have you betrayed me? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm completely shocked. I, like this level of betrayal, you know, for fucking kids, this this nigga is the audacity of it. Anyway, I, I lost my crayons. I lost my, my piece of bread. Yeah, Duncan became my my day-to-day -day bully from then on. He, he bullied the shit out of me for the next few weeks before he got transferred for being a dick by his mom. His mom uh, apparently was in the military, so it's a whole thing. He got too naughty. So it was like, yo, nigga taking you to military school he was young he was a kid so i doubt he went to military school that's just me talking and if you're listening to this duncan you piece of shit one day i will find you and i will fuck your girl anyway that's just uh me fucking holy shit i have completely deviated from the conversation i'm so sorry you guys of course you are listening to the crumbs and cons podcast i'm so sorry today uh just in case you're tuning in uh just in case you clicked at this particular point on your itunes or your vlc or your podcast player or whatever you're using to listen to this uh of course thank you for listening to this or downloading today we're talking about the biggest fuck-ups in history yes biggest fuck-ups in history of course most of them involve a lot of money you know, um, the second one, uh, the, Ma the Mars Orbiter is lost due to conflicting uses of both metric and English units of measurement. Now, if you, if you're, if you followed these things, you know, I was totally into space and shit, so I knew about this. I, I completely knew about this, but I didn't know what exactly happened. In 1998, rather, uh, NASA launched a robotic space 
probe to study the Martian climate. And, you know, sometime in 1999, okay, the launch was in, I think, December 99 and 98 rather. And in 99, which I'm guessing is early 99, the mission was a complete fucking failure. Of course, this is because the probe disintegrated right above Ma Mars. Mars, 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 Mars. Yes, it disintegrated. And why? Because NASA and uh, the manufacturer who's Lockheed Martin, Lockheed Martin is a person who manufactured the company that manufactured the probe. They were using two different units of measurement. In like, what the fuck? Like, I completely understand it because we use the different uh, measurements to lie to girls that we have massive penises by completely confusing them with the opposite of what the measurements of the unit of measurement they use. But anyway, so uh, that happened. That was in 1998. Oh, this one. I almost forgot about this one. Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods slips with a bunch of women who weren't his wife, Ellen. Now, of course, this was one of the biggest stories in 2009. Sometime in 2009, it was revealed that Tiger Woods was pocketing his balls in more than one hole. Yes, that was a horrible joke. But, <laughs> so anyway, Tiger Woods was sleeping with a bunch of women. And this is after, of course, most of the women came out and said, yo, Tiger did this, and Tiger did that, and of course, Tiger himself eventually admitting and apologizing for his actions. However, this would come at a great loss, because within a year, get this, within a year, Tiger had agreed to a $750 million divorce settlement. God damn! $750 divorce settlement with his now ex-wife, Ellen. Wow. $750 million. Do you know what I can do with $750 million? I would bail out Chase Bank. Just kidding. I would not. Those pieces of shit. Fucking for using my money to give themselves loan, loans of $7 billion. Fucking hell. Yes, I am still angry about that Chase Bank thing. But anyway, you know, what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? I'm going to go around looking for their directors. I'm going to place their bitches under receivership. I'm going to receive them bitches. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This, of course, I should mention is a PG-18 <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that's why. <coughs> and clearly, I have a cold now coming on. Anyway, what was I saying? Tiger Woods, yes. Uh, $750 million divorce settlement with his now divorced ex-wife, Ellen. Uh, and this is this is like a tip of the iceberg because apparently with the, uh, the sponsorships he lost uh, from Nike, Gatorade and a bunch of other sponsors, some people have, are actually calculating the, the total of his loss to billions, more than five billion actually. And, you know, it gets me thinking, was it really worth it? Was it really worth it? And, you know. I I I I feel I feel bad for Tiger at some point, you know, cause the whole I I I personally do not want my finances to mix with my personal life. I should not pay for it. Okay, no, it sounds like I'm I'm defending him, but I'm not. He was a piece of shit for doing what he did. 
But $750 million, man, that's a huge stretch, you know? And, uh, you know, let's just say, uh, let's just rank it up up there. And, um, oh, yeah, look at this one, the famous one. Captain Edward Smith. Oh, Captain Edward Smith, of course, is the person responsible for what is, what, where we actually cried. Where everyone cried, of course, Captain Edward Smith is the one who crashed the Titanic into an iceberg. Um, the ship had cost $7.5 million to, to build it, rather. And uh, when it sunk, it hit an iceberg and it sunk. And of course, there were no, there were no lifeboats, basically. So everyone ended up freezing or dying. And that was a huge fucking loss. So, um... Of course, uh, what happened was the Titanic was making its maiden voyage from England to the U.S. That was in 1912. So, of course, as if if they don't know how the universe and karma in general works, they called the ship the unsinkable ship. The fucking irony in that. You know, people need to understand the karma works in exactly the way we say it works. If I sit here and I tell you that I am going to be fucking hot when you see me. That's on Twitter. I'm on DM, of course. DM me, please, people. DM me, love me. Tweet me. That's at Red Saban. Yes, I did plug in my Twitter. But anyway, when I tell you how hot I am, chances are I am not going to be hot because I've set the bar too high and karma is like, (laughs) look at it, nigga. Look at it, nigga. Send the bar too high. We'll see about that. And when you meet me, you realize I'm an ugly piece of shit, and you go around tweeting about it. Yeah, that's what happens. So what I tend to do is I set the bar low. I tell you how my nose is big, my ears are big, my my hair is a mess. So when I show up, my nose is average, my ears are still big though, and my hair is a bit combed or shaven. And then you think this nigga is humble. Mm-hmm. That is actually a tactic us guys use. But anyway, moving on. They should not have called it the unsinkable ship. Because true to God on its maiden voyage, it actually hit an iceberg and sank. The ship crew ignored the warnings uh, of the icebergs in the path. And, you know, they continued. And it hit an iceberg, scraped the entire right side, and killed 1,517 people. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's the reason we have... Fucking awesome movie that Leonardo DiCaprio starred in, um, the Titanic, um, proper movie, proper movie, uh, really happy it wasn't directed by Michael Bay because those icebergs would be fucking missile launches or some shit like that. Ah, sorry, I have a massive cold, uh, putting me down uh, nothing is going right this week is it i just got a fucking call i don't got money i'm broke uh fucking lost my audio recording so you know what let's just go on let's just go on oh look at this one an elderly man threw away a euro millions lottery ticket so um a woman in england uh, actually constantly played lottery every week, which is similar to what you fucking goons do with Sport Pesa, where you play every single fucking day, as long as, you know, these are teams you feel like are worth betting on. So a woman in England played the lottery every fucking week and picked the correct number numbers to win the Euro Millions. Uh, 
But her fucking husband, who's a piece of shit, I'm guessing, fucking Edward Johnson's or whatever your name is, but her husband threw the ticket away. Oh my God. So the elderly woman knows she picked the winning numbers because she writes them down every single time on a separate sheet of paper each week before she gives the ticket to her husband. Literally, this nigga just saw the ticket and threw it away. He probably has done that for many, many more. But this was the straw that broke the camel's back. Edward Johnson's... Okay, I'm just guessing his name. I'm guessing there are a ton of men in England with the Edward Johnson name. But I'm just kidding. Anyway, so um, the ticket was worth 181 million as of 2010. Oh my fucking God. That is a lot of money. That is... It's too much money, actually. Oh, my God. <sighs> I I might as well make this a mini-sode, though. Um, why I'm saying I'd make this a mini-sode is because I am completely pooped, and I feel actu- I actually feel really bad. I actually feel really bad that I lost my money. But anyway, I'm just going to consider it um, a fixed deposit account. So you guys, Chase Bank, you owe me. You guys owe me some money. Anyway, thank you so much for listening in, for tuning in. Subscribe if you're on iTunes, if you're on SoundCloud, follow me. Of course, you can catch me uh, on my other channels. I have my YouTube, my Vine. I have this, my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram, everywhere. Except Snapchat, because Snapchat is a piece of shit. Okay, I just can't figure out. For the love of God, how to use Snapchat. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to this mini-sode of the Crumbs and Cons podcast. I'm going to see whether I'll have a now take on this. But anyway, adios. Peace out.